You are listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. The Archaeology Podcast Network is sponsored by Codify, a California benefit corporation. Visit Codify at www.codifi.com. This is Alexia Sober, and you're listening to Profiles in CRM. Welcome to Profiles in CRM, episode 66. I'm your host, Chris Webster. Profiles in CRM ask CRM professionals nine simple questions. The answers vary wildly depending on their experience and education. Because of the nature of contract archaeology and how small this field really is, some people choose not to reveal their name or the company they work for. Stay to the end of the show to hear how you can have a chance to answer these same questions. All right, we're here on Profiles, and here's the first question. What is your name, and who do you work for? My name is Alexia Sober, and I work for the Great Basin Institute in Reno, Nevada. And what is the highest degree you've earned? I have a bachelor's degree. Nice. And how long have you been working in CRM? A total of about four years. Okay. And where have you worked? Like, what states have you worked in? Nevada. (laughs) Short and sweet. There you go. Um, so what is the position you usually have on CRM projects and what is the highest position you've ever held that, you know, field tech, crew chief, project manager? Um, technically I've been just an archeological technician. I am permitted as a crew chief, but currently it's a crew of two people. Um, but that gives me access to data and NivCris and on Shippo and those types of things, which is really helpful and it's good for the resume. Um, I've been a lab supervisor. I guess personally that would be what I would consider the highest position I've had. Um, But yeah, basically just an archaeological technician. Okay, awesome. Um, All right, so here are the fun questions. What is the best thing that's happened to you that's related to being an archaeologist? And this can be personal Mm -hmm. or professional. I always have to say my wife or I'm divorced. Oh. (laughs) Because I met her on my first project. Yeah. (laughs) That's beautiful. That's really sweet. Honestly, and this sounds really mushy, but um, currently the person that I work with, my colleague, is probably the best thing that's happened to me. Excuse me, that's my phone, archaeologically, because I've had an ability to work with her one-on-one, and she's been my mentor and my teacher in in the beginning of my career. And had I not got this job with the Great Basin Institute, I wouldn't have had that opportunity. Nice. And she's in the room right now. All right. So what is the biggest thing that you would change that would make being a CRM archaeologist better? So this is something that I think all archaeologists talk about a lot. And we're talking about specifically CRM here. Personally, I would sort of change the way archaeologists are so secretive about their data and their projects and the work they do. If I had it my way, I would try to create an open forum that gave all archaeologists that are professionals working on anything in any state access to that data and information in order to better serve what we do as archaeologists as a whole. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. All right, so what is your career goal in CRM? This is the where do you see yourself in 10, 20 years question. <laughs> <laughs> the boss. Um, Actually, you know, I got into archaeology because I really wanted to work with the public. I wanted to bring archaeology out in the open and give the public access to archaeology and the reason archaeologists love what they do, history, how do we take artifacts and apply them to what people used to do. So I would, I see myself someday maybe being the director of a program that 
bridges that gap, that brings archaeology to the public and gives people access. And that, in turn, allows the public to have a deeper understanding and appreciation for what we do, so they stop making the mistake of calling us paleontologists. <laughs> nice. You could start by hosting your own show on the Archaeology Podcast Network. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, final question. If you could give an undergrad thinking about a career in CRM one piece of advice, mm-hmm. what would that be? I would say take all of the policy classes. (laughs) That would be it. Learn the policy. There are a lot of theoretical things that you learn um, in your undergrad career, but one thing I think everyone sort of loses sight of, because we're so romantic, it's such a romantic thing, is we need to know what the rules are. What governs the work we do? What are we allowed to do? What are we not allowed to do as archaeologists, especially on public land? So I would highly suggest to anyone in an undergrad program to take, you know, classes on Section 106 and classes on the practical and business applications of archaeology. That would be my number one piece of advice. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found on the Archaeology Podcast Network website at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com forward slash profiles. At that page, you'll also find a form that you can fill out so you can be interviewed on the show. Interviews take less than 30 minutes, and you don't need any special equipment. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the field. This show is produced by Chris Webster and Tristan Boyle, and was edited by Chris Webster. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.